Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I know your co-host who, actually, this is a surprise to Candace. Candace, I got us masks. <gasps> no, you didn't. I did. What? So this will be in one of our uh, mystery junk monk boxes. So Candace, no freaking way! They're all I'm in so little baggies. I've never been surprised on the show before. Yeah, no they're way. all in little baggies. So you choose yours. They're all gonna be what? safe no matter what. Candace always surprises me. Like she got these mugs. Look, we have a little I know, junk, right? Junk mug. Podcast. And those will be in the swag shop. Those will be in the swag shop. You can get them. And these will be in our monk boxes, and I'm pretty sure they'll be in the swag shop as well, hopefully. So, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. So cool. Thanks, Noah. Get those your masks. Love it. Love it. Also, I'm showing these to the camera because we're recording on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So that's why. We're just like, oh, wow, ah, wow, ah, yeah, and not oops, explaining. Yeah, oops. <laughs> they are Junk Monk masks that have our little guy on them, and they say Junk Monk Podcast, and they're super cool. So check out our YouTube video if you want to see them. Yes. They're little bags. You, you will get all the girls. Or, oh, you, you, you can lay in there if you want. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could. Okay, yeah. So that's... And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually rainbow uh, goldfish, which whenever I was a kid, I don't know where I got this from, but someone said it gave you cancer. <laughs> but yeah, I know that's dark, right? <laughs> But what, I like what doesn't though. Yeah, what doesn't give you cancer? Come on, let's be honest. And I have some sugar-free peanut brittle. So you know my Gilbert Pecan Co. Uh, but this is actually sugar-free. So if you're on a diet or you need something sugar-free, then got the hookup with that as well. Mm-hmm. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So if you're ready to start the show, Toby. Take it away. Here's what happened. Candace, what is what happened? Can I say that every time? What is that? What What, happened? What is what happened? (laughs) Okay, this is Mr. Monk and the Daredevil season six, episode seven. So here's what happened. In the open, we are introduced to a real life superhero that has been performing stunts all around San Francisco named the Frisco Fly. We see him dangerously hanging from Telegraph Tower as bystanders witness him suddenly fall, thankfully hitting an awning on the way down, cushioning the blow. As people rush to assist, one helper removes the mask of the Frisco fly, only to reveal that it's none other than Harold Crenshaw. Meanwhile, the gang is investigating a fiery car crash in the woods when Natalie breaks the news of Harold's mysterious alias. Monk is bewildered by the idea that Harold could possibly be the one scaling skyscrapers. He becomes deeply depressed, but thankfully it's short-lived when he is summoned to the crash victim's home, Victor Grania. He was the real Frisco fly, and Monk puts everything together when he sees Natalie scratching her leg. She had gotten into some poison oak during their investigation in the woods, just like Harold's cousin Joey, who had been hanging out with him at the hospital. This meant Joey Crenshaw had been in those woods with the real Frisco fly. It turns out he witnessed Victor Grania wreck his car, but instead of calling the police, he decided to steal his costume and use it to get his cousin out of their dying uncle's will. 
He drugged Harold, put him in the outfit, and pushed him off Telegraph Tower. But he woke up just in time to hit the awning, and with his minor injuries, Harold just pretended to be the hero of San Francisco. Monk and Natalie save Harold's life one more time before his cousin Joey can finish him off. Wow. That was Mr. Monk and the Daredevil. What did you like about this episode, Candace? Okay, Harold. Harold mm-hmm. was, was pretty funny. Not going to lie. He was very savage to Monk. This is one of the classic, one of, I say not, not super classic. I don't say it as much, but when it warrants, when the situation warrants for it, I will say he's basically telling Monk, like, you will never be, like, as good as me. Never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> And so sometimes I just say that, you know, it's like, oh, that's never going to happen ever, ever, (laughs) ever, ever. And I don't know. It's just funny. I love, I love the evers. Um, I like when Monk is making fun of Harold for crying during therapy. Monk is like, you, you don't see me crying. So I put, you'll never catch Monk crying. (laughs) He's like, we were laughing. Dr. Kroger and I were laughing. We actually laughed during our (laughs) sessions. He's like, you weren't laughing. You were crying. It's like, oh gosh, that was so mean. I also love when Harold is actually in the hospital and he, first I think his wife gives him a letter from Evil Knievel and he's like, oh, evil, what a character. And it's so <laughs> funny. And like acting like he like knows him. It's so funny. And then he's also telling Monk, he's like trying to tell him off. Oh, yeah, well, Neil Armstrong did it and Rocky. And he's like, Rocky's a fictional character. And he's like, but still, Neil Armstrong did it. And so it's so funny. He's just like name dropping. He's comparing himself <laughs> to all these people. It's just so funny. Monk wants to go to hell just to see Harold there. <laughs> the only reason I would visit hell is to see you. <laughs> oh, gosh. There, yeah. Go to hell thing is super funny. You know, I actually like the whole immersion therapy scene where they're trying to, because Monk is trying to summon up the courage to defeat one thing. Because mm-hmm. Harold, apparently now, he's super phobia, but can go on top of skyscrapers. And so Monk is like sitting in Julie and Natalie's living room, and he has all the objects in front of him. What does he have? A, a glass of milk, mm-hmm. a harmonica, a ladybug, and a stepladder. And he has all the things laid out. And I really love that scene because it's it's also, it's funny because of the stuff that he's afraid of, right? Yeah. That's so easy the to, ladybug, you know. yeah. But Julie and Natalie were so sweet. I know. Like, they were so good at, like, like caring for him, like, them, yeah. all right, we're like, take it easy, one thing at a time. Just pick one. You don't have to do them all, whatever. And he's just like, is this how Harold Crenshaw did it? And they're like, mm-hmm. what? Like, is this how Harold Crenshaw did it? <laughs> like, yeah, Mr. Monk, yeah, probably, probably so. And then it's just so funny to watch him be tortured by all of these different things. He's, t- you know, picks up the milk. And when you, I remember when we were watching it together, when he just like, you can tell he smells mm-hmm. the milk and he like, Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Puts it back down. And then what else do they do? Which we, we, we understood like smelling milk and being like, ew. Because milk smells bad. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't smell good. That's for sure. Yeah. And like when milk is like about to go bad and you kind of smell it to see if it's expired. Like then you can always. Well, you can easily yeah. be tricked by it because it it's, doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. That's what my husband always does. He'll smell it and be like, this is no good. I'm like. 
That's what it smelled like yesterday when I drank, you know, oh. a whole glass of milk or whatever. So I get why he's afraid of milk because I I don't know anyone who's afraid of milk, but you can't see in milk. It's like water. There's nothing in there. But in milk, it's like there might be a spider at the bottom <laughs> of your cup. That's a weird thought, but I, yeah, I wonder. You can see through it. Because he drinks juice. He drinks orange juice. Oh. So, so like. It just, uh, he's just weirded out by cows? But he, he had the burger at the one. Yeah. Like cookout grill thing. Yeah, he eats, he eats meat. He's not a vegetarian or vegan or anything, so. I don't know. And I think, I think he eats what? cheese and stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the smell. The smell, probably. Maybe it is the smell. I mean, cheese doesn't smell good either, but. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then also they're the ladder, and he's like, "Oof, that's a that's a tall ladder." <laughs> it's like, like two feet. It's it's four feet tall, <laughs> and he's like, "Ooh, it's really tall." The, he does the, the gets the harmonica, mm-hmm. and Julie's like, "Oh wait," and picks it up, and she's like, "Here you go," and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, the ladybug, the ladybug," and then they put it on him, and it crawls up, and then he, they're like, "So you're doing so good," and he's like, "Ah," oh, and he throws it off. What I didn't like about that is I thought that that meant that he did it. Mm-hmm. If Would you not be proud of yourself yeah, if you put were... a spider on your arm for five seconds? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. I just thought. And then also he asks, is there a fifth option? <laughs> you don't want a fifth option, Monk. Don't lie. I thought Monk thinking of a joke 30 minutes later, like a comeback from Harold, is oh, so like... relatable. Oh, oh it's relatable. That. Yeah. Oh, that's and funny. It's so funny too. Yeah, that's true. What did he say? Just being like, "Oh my gosh, Natalie, just let's just go to his house. Come on." She's like, "We're not gonna go to his house, Mister Monk." And he's like, "Come on, Natalie, what have you ever done for me?" <laughs> he's like trying to guilt trip her to go drive to Harold's house, and it's so funny. It is funny. I'm trying to think. Does he? He says, "Wait, what I should have said when Harold said." We're laughing together, something. I should have said, maybe he's laughing at you, Natalie. At you. (laughs) It's, oh my gosh, it's so funny. And then, yes, like what you're saying, go, you know, we gotta go to Harold's. What do you say? It's just downtown or something. It's not that far. Uh So, yeah, it's, that is, that's a really good scene. It's just a little bit of an overarching thing, but I love that monk. I love that monk doubts that Harold did it. Like, I know he kind of goes back and forth with, like, is this how Harold Crenshaw did it? But he does doubt that Harold was the Frisco fly. Mm -hmm. And because imagine if he was just, like, if he didn't have any doubts at all, like, he got super depressed. Like, how much more, how much more so would he have been depressed if he was, like, yep, that's it. He's a Frisco fly. But I like that he actually doubts. He's, like, there's no way. There's Mm -hmm. no way that he could have done that. And then, you know, finally, that brings him around to being, like, See, I knew he was cheating. I knew he wasn't the Frisco fly. So, yeah. Natalie is like, do you want the weird news? The really weird news? Or the really, really, really weird news? (laughs) I forgot what they were, but it was just funny. The weird news was that the Frisco fly was climbing on the tower and he fell off. Oh, yeah. The really weird news was that that he survived survived and hit the awning. The really, really, really weird news was that it was Hank. Harold. Harold. You, I think you've called a Hank, Hank before. Hank Crenshaw. I think you've done that before. It's that's bec- so weird. I feel like that's the Supergirl, like, Hank Crenshaw. Oh, really? The, like, I don't watch Martian Supergirl. Manhunter. Oh. Hank Crenshaw. I only watch Supergirl when they do the crossovers. Oh, my gosh. I knew it. Hank Crenshaw is Cyborg Superman. So then I did not, not know. Not totally to blame. You're not totally making it up. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you write down the Randy thing? 
the Randy thing. Yeah. Of no. the teens as in tsunami. Yes. It was so funny. <laughs> tsunami. Oh, and Stottlemyre's on the computer. And he's like, all right, tell me the license plate. And he's like, all right, T as in tsunami. He's like, really? T as in tsunami? He's like, yeah, T's silent, but it's there. And he's like, then why would you say that? And he's like, well, it's not completely silent. Tsunami. <laughs> like, what the heck? Uh, and then he's like, can you just can you just go to the next one? And he's like, okay, L. L as in... Um, um, we can come back to that one. No, we can't. I've already... The L has been on my screen for 10 minutes. We're not coming back to it. It is so funny. That is... Oh, my gosh. That is... A, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, it's um, so funny. Mega Natalie points for what you said, how they're being super nice to him and trying to, like, help him get over his fears. Sharona would have just been like, get over it, you big baby. Like, no. You try to help him. Like, they did. Gosh. Okay. Sharon made fun of him, okay? Speaking of, I thought that Stoudemire and Natalie had a really sweet moment whenever Monk is sleeping on the couch and they're like, what do you think he's doing or, you know, dreaming of? Because he's smiling and she's like, he's probably, you know, dreaming of, you know, a perfect, everything's in round numbers and everything's square and even. And, you know, Stoudemire says, for anyone else, that would be a nightmare and... It's just the way that the two of them were talking, like, so quietly to each other was just, like, really sweet. And then when Monk wakes up and he looks in the newspaper and they call Harold, like, a modern-day, you know, Spider-Man or whatever. And Stottlemyre says, he's not Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man. You actually go out and help people and save people. And so, yeah, that was kind of a twofer, but yeah. I thought the Stottlemyre and Natalie thing was really sweet. And then also him saying that mm-hmm. to, to Monk was really nice, too. Captain and Monk are bonding a little too much because he's not allowed to go anywhere without, you know, anywhere where he could hurt himself without anyone. So they won't let him go to the bathroom. And so Stottlemyre has to go with them. And Monk's like, I'm not doing that, okay? He's like, well, I'm not letting you go in there. Have we met? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, then I'll just hold it. And Monk's like, my record is nine days. <laughs> you know, Stalemar was like, oh, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty good. When Monk solves the case, he's really happy, but it's because he figures out that someone wants Harold dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on <laughs> that like, I put. Wait a second. On that I put. Monk is back, 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 back again. <laughs> That was super funny. And he, lo- it's oh my gosh. And he's like, wait a second. And he wants him dead. And I'm like, Mr. Monk, we should go save him. And he's like, well, I don't, maybe not. Back to the T as in tsunami thing. Randy is saying, oh, he's, he's doing different, you know, letters. And he's like, R as in Randy Disher Project. And I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that's true. What about the second time around whenever he's talking to somebody else on the phone mm-hmm. and he's telling him, what did you say that the victim's name was? And he's like, Victor Grania. And he's like, okay, can you spell that for me? And the officer's like, yeah, V as in vroom. And the car drives by. And Randy's like, I'm sorry, what was that? V as in what? And he's like, V as in He's like, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, can you say that one more time? I know you said V, but V as in what? And he's like, if you know it's a V, then <laughs> why do I have to tell you what letter it's for? And he's like, just 
just do it, okay? <laughs> it's so funny. Which is ironic because V is for Victor. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. that's what they say, you know, on the thing. On, like, like the radio. On the radio. V is for Victor, yeah. so. Monk's absolutely sick. Here's what happened. He's like, show's over. Here's what happened. I was like, oh. Oh, 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 because Harold is like, oh, I just came up here to wave at my adoring fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, cut it out, Harold. You know, it wasn't you. The, yeah, that was funny. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I have that Natalie and then eventually Monk save the day. Right? Because mm-hmm. Monk, again, was super afraid to go on that roof in general. Then he goes to save, you know, well, I guess Natalie's getting beat up. He doesn't really care about Harold that much. But he goes to save Natalie. But he didn't have to do that. He wanted Harold dead. Yeah. So, but. Monk gets over his fears and is just chilling on the roof with no problems. Because he's like, oh, he's he, like, I yeah. can't go out there. And he's just sitting there. And then when Natalie needs help, he, he just runs after them and, like, tackles a dude. Yeah. I was like, ugh, Monk is such a good good guy. He is. You know? That's true. I had one more thing. Oh, and, sweet. Okay, um, I, I'm done. Okay, and this is back to my Stottlemyre and Natalie moment. Does anybody ship Stottlemyre and Natalie? I don't, I hope not. Right? I was getting the vibes, though. Oh, my God. I was getting the vibes. No? I, I was oh. like, when I was watching it, I was like, Wait a second. What are they? No, I was like, no. But I don't. I don't know. Because you know, people ship Monk and Natalie. Obviously, like Q yeah, did. Yeah. And we're like, that's weird. But if you think about, oh my gosh, Natalie and Stottlemyre would be a much more normal couple. And but like Stottlemyre being like a super hothead wouldn't be like really be a, a match for Natalie. But, but like as he mellows out, him with uh with Linda, yeah. yeah. He wasn't like mad or anything. Yeah, because she wasn't a hothead either. And they I don't were know. Perfectly compatible. I don't. What I wonder what the fans think about that. Has anyone even? Oh my th- gosh! I did you not? Guys. That has never crossed my mind. It doesn't ever cross my mind until that moment. Okay, like, okay, guys. What? Wait a second. Everyone in our YouTube: Randy and Natalie, Monk and Natalie, or Stoudemire and Natalie. May the best yeah. man win. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Go for it. Go for it. I okay, wait, Candace, who would you do? Uh, Stottlemyre. I guess that makes sense. Randy's creepy. <laughs> Randy's creepy. Randy's creepy at least said Natalie. I think Randy's too too dumb for Natalie. Yeah. I, I know they flirt a lot and it's really like, cute, but in a mm-hmm. Nat, I don't know. It was I like, feel like Natalie and Stottlemyre are very intellectually compatible. Randy is like the um those kids who are hitting on Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> The treasure. The very treasure. treasure. That's a good one. That's funny. That's funny. But Um, I mean, it's either Monk, since she cares about him a lot, or Stoudemire, since they just seem compatible. Oh my God. Yeah. Never. And it was a me. I couldn't believe that it was a me that had thought of it. The other one I saw online, like Monk and Natalie, and I was like, ew, what kind of (laughs) creepazoid put that? And then now it's a me posing the question, and I'm like, what? Never. But. Anyhow. Wow, okay. Anyhow, what did we not like about this episode? Trash CGI. I get that it's oh. an old it's an old show and the CGI doesn't matter too much, but it was just embarrassing. I'm not going to lie, I didn't even notice it. And you when you were saying CGI cuz you were you know we're watching it together, you were like, "Oh, CGI, CGI." And I was like, 
what part is he talking about that CGI? Because Monk has really bad CGI moments. And I didn't see it. Was it, or are you talking about like when he was hanging off the building, like yeah, from no. afar or like from up afar. close? From afar. Okay, yeah, I didn't notice it. I thought it looked pretty good. It looked terrible. It just, to me, it looked like a normal building and they looked like a little guy hanging off of it. I didn't see, I didn't notice it, honestly, but. What? Not that it wasn't there. I just didn't. No way. You can look it up if you want and I, I will continue. Okay, my first thing was Ruthless Monk. I personally, I know we talked about it in the like section, but you cannot listen in on other people's sessions. That's yeah. messed up. I was like, Monk, come on. Like, it was bad enough that he was going before and looking at his own file and uh-huh. the gets a new shrink. Yeah. But to me, he crossed the line when he that was crossed. listening in on yeah. their session. I was like, really? And then he had the audacity to not only listen in, but tell Harold that he was listening yeah. in and then mock him like what if he had it what if what was that what if that was the other way around monk and monk was furious yeah, yeah yeah so I didn't I didn't like that I didn't think that that tracked well for monk being I know him and Harold have a beef but at yeah. the same time yeah come on yeah a little bit of respect for each other because Harold would never do that yeah. I mean actually just don't make that... Just be the bigger person. Come on. Yeah. Even if Harold would have done that, just be the bigger person. CSI somehow missed an antler in the windshield, which that should be a plot hole, but uh, they see the antler and they're like, oh, they must have run over a deer. How do you miss an a uh, antler yeah. in the windshield? Monk gets there and he's like, oh, right there. How do you miss That's that? That's a good point. That is a plot hole, but that is a good point. Harold's kid is a punk. What the heck? The little kid with the long... I also put, uh, he also needs to fix his hair. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He had like a long, scriggly... What? I cannot think of a word. Scriggly hair. I don't know. Like, like not frizzy. Because it wasn't really frizzy. It just was like a little... It was unkept. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like standing there like, I used to not like my dad. I used to hear him in the basement just crying and weeping. But now I know what he was really doing. He was being a hero. It's like... Uh, Shut up, you stupid kid. Yeah. Get off my level. Look at this, Candace. That's the CGI. Yeah, what's CGI that about it? looks like terrible. What? What's... Candace, you're, um, not, you're not in the VFX business like I am. Okay, that's true. But I'm but I'm saying that if we're comparing other CGI moments in Monk, that yeah, one does I, not stand out. I don't out. remember CGI like, moments. Yeah, like on the leper, whenever Monk's hanging off the cliff and there's like... The rocks and the water beneath him, it's really, really bad. He's hanging off the cliff. The one in the um, the sleeping suspect where he gets blown up. Oh, crap. You haven't seen that one? No. Oh. I should. I will should sh- I'll show you that one and you'll be like, okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. I guess. But anyway, uh, do you, how many more dislikes do you have? I have four. Okay, go for it then. Harold needs to get off his high horse. Let me tell you. He's like preaching among, you'll never be as good as I am. Blah, 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 blah. Ever, ever, ever. Ever. Get off your high, so- high horse. That made me so mad. Because you could tell that he, you're like, obviously there's something going on here. There's no way Harold did that. I know. And he's so cocky. He's like so cocky. He's so cocky. It's so funny. See, and I, and I, to- I agree with you, but also that I didn't put anything about that down because... Monk was so mean to him about his session mm-hmm. that it was almost like justified, right? Like, I guess, yeah. you know what? You said I cried during my session. Well, you know what? You will never, ever, ever be, you know, as good as me. Uh-huh. So, Harold broke Monk. Yeah. 
Now turn his like, What a little punk. Ugh. Uh, that was pretty sad. Yeah. And Harold is mean. Yeah, put Monk gives up. That I mean, I thought that whole scene was just like too much. Yeah. Where they're hiding the knives from him and then the umbrella yeah. was turned around and the mat was messed up and the jacket was on the ground and they're yeah. like walking through and you're like I remember literally screaming. Yeah. Whenever I saw the umbrella. Because yeah, it's you're such like, an iconic <gasps> thing where he like moves the umbrella back and it's just like you always have that in your brain. Yeah. And then you see it and you're like, curse image, what the heck is happening? Yeah. So that whole scene, again, it was very dramatic, very well done. Great mm-hmm. acting, great everything. I don't like it. <laughs> I think it was I, like I think it. it was a little too well done. Like the pacing of it was like Super happy, and it's like, oh, because apparently, like, super sad now, and we're trying to take away, like, shoelaces from him, because he, he might hang himself. Like, chill out. I don't think he should be that sad, but... Yeah. I don't know, I don't write the show, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harold did not take that rescuing very appropriately at the end. Like, uh-huh. after all was said and done, he was like, you know, Harold, why did you do it? And he was like, you know, uh, people were seeing me as a hero, like, how could I turn that down? And my son, he loved me again, and he's like... And it was driving you crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And Monk is like, I knew it. (laughs) But again, he also didn't know that Monk was so depressed. So like maybe, you know, maybe that was. But then he was like, oh, I see what you're going for here. You want money. Well, you're not going to get any. Mm -hmm. And then Natalie's like. What? He just saved your life. What is wrong with you? And he's like, go to hell, Natalie. And she's like, you go to hell. And Monk's like, you go to hell. And he's like, you both of you go to hell. And he's like, you go to hell. Not you, Natalie. You go. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Terrible ending. I'm quitting the podcast because of it, actually. Um, this is my formal resignation. And what was the ending? Goodbye. Um, Harold wins in the end. Because he falls off the building. And then oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have, a, I have a plot hole about that. So maybe, hopefully, I'll change your mind about it. But and I have a plot hole. It, ter- terrible ending. Did not like at all. Yeah. All right. I'm done with dislikes. Are you? Yes, I am. Okay. He's the guy. Okay. Welcome to Guys the He, where we we point out all of everyone's favorite guy. Or, or he's. Or both. What? Or, or he's. He. Everyone's favorite he's. <laughs> or hers, you know? Oh. Everyone's favorite the. Come on. You can't forget the the. Oh, gosh. Okay. He's guy. I, <laughs> I have two. Dang it. Okay. How many do you have? Um, technically, I have one. So one was super easy. One, one was th- super easy. Yeah. So you can say it, though. Okay. So Todd Packer from The Office. Yeah is Harold Crenshaw's cousin. And I was like, what? Which, it's it's a cool little thing, because I literally just saw, saw, seen, seen something about Todd Packer, like, that day. It wasn't, like, with him in it. It was some guy, like, doing an impersonation of him. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, as soon as he popped on screen, you were like, Todd Packer! And I was like... <laughs> Dang it. Whenever Noah <laughs> when, it. whenever Noah screams out the person, like, uh, dang it, what's his Bob name? Duncan? Yes, Bob Duncan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, guess, I guess that's his now. Uh, so I knew he had it. So, But I did write down, his name is David Kochner. I have no clue. How to, it's K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. Kochner, Kochner, David. Jo- <laughs> David. <laughs> David. A.K.A. Okay. Joey Crenshaw, A.K.A. Todd Packer. He also was in quite a few episodes of The Goldbergs. I don't, I don't know if he's a regular on that show. I think I said like 20 episodes. He's very famous for Anchorman. 
Uh-huh. Um, he was on the middle. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember it's when Frankie brings over, there's these new people in the neighborhood and Frankie wants to snoop in and see what their house looks like and stuff on the inside. And so she brings over an opened bag of potato chips and she's like, oh, hey, here you go. And the lady opens the door and she's like, oh, this is so nice of you. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I just want to welcome to the neighborhood. And then there's like a bunch of casseroles and everything already there. But then Todd Packer comes up and he's like, oh, hey, Frankie. And he's like, this is the best thing ever. Everyone always brings stupid casseroles, but potato chips, you're the best. And she's like, yeah, I try. And stuff. So uh, that's definitely him. He is also in uh, some psych episodes and then of course hannah montana he's uncle earl you don't remember him? i don't remember an, an, an uncle earl to begin with no he's in a he's in quite a few episodes of hannah really montana. yeah uncle earl she mentions him a lot even when he's not in the episode i'm pretty sure because i think it's her her dad's brother uncle uncle earl huh yeah so that's like three office characters so far that's been on the show was it dwight on oh yeah dwight angela and todd backer yep and two of them were killers. Yeah. One Scott adds it, but I mean, yes, not mm-hmm. technically, but yeah. From the office. But who else do you got? Yeah. Henry Dittman, who is the fly fan. I don't know if he was like in the crowd. I don't remember what he said. But he's the dad from 100 Things to Do Before High School. Really? Oh, Yeah, he's nice. like, because I don't know if, have you seen that? Mm-mm. No? It's a Nickelodeon show, and it's about these like kids who are in like, eighth grade or something and they have a bucket list on a hundred things to do before high school so every episode is like crossing off that bucket list on what oh, they okay. have to do cool and the main character who actually played dora in the live action dora her dad is this dude let's let me find a is that all you have candace oh no it's not oh okay okay i have this is my in my superhero themed one. So I have been actually, we just finished watching season six of the flash and in the, of the few episodes before the big crisis, uh, the breacher comes from mm-hmm. whatever earth, you know, 2007, five or something. Uh, there's like a billion earths spoiler mm-hmm. alert. And Danny Trejo is the breacher, right? Cause Cisco <gasps> oh, used to yeah. date. His daughter. Uh-huh. And so Breacher is Danny Trejo, who was Spider Rudner in Mr. Monk Goes to Jail. So and he's he's been on there before, but I don't know if he's still alive because of the crisis thing. Spoiler. Maybe. Sorry, guys. Spoiler, because Candace doesn't even know the output of it either, so. Yeah. Well. Um, I found the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's just a little thing, but I was like, what is he from? What is he from? Yeah. And so I looked at the actuary and I looked at his credits and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, nice. Yep. It's it's a small, it's not like, he's in a lot of the episodes. Let's just say that. Yeah. Not in all of them, which that used to be one of my favorite shows and they canceled it on like season like three or something. I was very sad because they never finished their 100 things. Aw, that is sad. It was very sad. <laughs> That's like Ned's Declassified. Right? Yeah. Like all these things and you're like. I didn't finish. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, also, Danny Trejo is in Spy Kids. Oh, yeah. Right. With Tony Shalhoub. He's in that, too. Tony Shalhoub is in Spy I Kids? so, yeah. So, at some point in it. When? I don't remember. You'd have to look it up, because I don't remember. But I, I'm almost certain that he's on Spy Kids. Or I'm just making that up. It's possible. No way. I Well, it auto-corrected, so. Alexander Minion. Ah, uh, Yeah. 
It's been so long since I see. I I mean I think I saw it one time when it came out. Alexander Minion. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Gosh. So you know who that is then? Because <laughs> you just saw the picture where he has like yes, multiple what, heads or something. Oh my gosh. That was a memory I did not want to bring back <laughs> into my mind. That's like me in the Men in Black one where he like gets his head shot off and loses his head and he's like, yeah. and then grows back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. That's what, because I grew up watching Men in Black. That's what it's like for me to see Tony Shalhoub in that. I'm like, Ew, gross. That's freaking Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. It's Tony Shalhoub, guys. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Look up Alexander Minion. Actually, don't. You don't want to. Okay. My last he's the guy is not really he's the guy. One of the doctor's name, did you catch Dr. Levine? Why would you? Dr. Levine? That's like having Dr. Shalhoub. One of the character's names was Dr. Levine, and I'm like, you like Ted Levine? Why would you name one of your characters like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you probably didn't even notice it. But I, I was thinking in a, thinking of it in my head whenever he said Dr. Levine, and I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And I was like, oh, Ted Levine, duh. But why? Why would you name your character yeah. that? I don't get that one. But, like any other name. Yeah. That All right. Sense, I'm done with he's the guy. As am I. Junk time. We'll go back to Tunk Jime. Where actually I'm wearing my mask now. Which it sounds a little muffled. It sounds very muffled. Very? Yes, it sounds very muffled. I don't know, it's kinda tight. Good thing it's adjustable. Yay. Look at that. Um Alright. Um, First question. Junk time. Do you know who Evil Knievel is? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Because he said that reference. He's like the the guy who does like stunts. Mm-hmm. I don't know I'm like, well, but... Yeah. And then, uh, he, what were the other references he made? Rocky and then Neil Armstrong. And I was like, he has to know who those people are. Who the heck is Neil Armstrong and Rocky? No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he has to know... Neil Armstrong? I was like, well, I was like, the only person that he might not know who it is is Evil, is Evil Knievel. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, have you ever gotten Poison Oak before? Mm, I want to say no. I think. I don't think I have. I don't think I have, but I know my dad has so many times, like seven times. Yeah. I, I know I have when I was little, whenever mm-hmm. uh, I used to live in the city when I was a kid and then moved out to the country, which is kind of where I live now, but more so I lived in the country country and I mean, nothing was pa- like paved over there. It was uh-huh. like everything was, we played hide and seek outside in the dark at nighttime and had, you know, flashlights, rode our bikes around, and left the doors unlocked. It was very, it was like a very safe, you know, thing. But anyway, so we would play hide-and-seek and do all kinds of stuff, jump on the trampoline outside and all this. And I I got poison oak or poison ivy a couple of times, and it is not a fun. A couple of times. It is very itchy. I, it probably, probably a couple, probably twice. Like, how old are you? Uh, I don't know, maybe eight, nine Whoa. Ten. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's very common. You, like, you know, it's like, it has three leaves or something. You kind of, they teach you, you know, how to look out for it. Mm -hmm. And so when you get it, you have to put all the lotion on and the ointment and it is very, very itchy and very uncomfortable. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound the best. But I will say that this story that I always like to tell about my oldest brother he and my old, like, my family's very complicated, so it's hard to talk about sometimes. But I used to have a stepbrother. Anyhow, 
him and my brother were out. We went orienteering, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that is where you, nope. it's like, it's like this thing where you, it's very outdoorsy. You have a bunch of flags and you use like GPS coordinates and like, uh, or like longitude, latitude, and you go find things. It's, it's like geocache. It is like that, but you're looking for flags or something. Anyway, so we went orienteering. And, I like geocaching better. And, I'm just going to say it. Well, yeah, because they have, like, treasures and stuff. Yeah. This isn't, like... Not treasures, but, yeah. but, like, log books. It's a very, like, Boy Scout thing to do. That's on my bucket list. I have to add it to my bucket what list. What is Make a geocache thing. Oh, that's on my 30 before 30 list. Really? To make a... To make... To put something really cool in a geocaching thing. Anyway, the Poison Oak story. Off track. Okay, so my brothers went out to the woods. They're search- orienteering, searching for flags or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of... My stepbrother was like... Hey, don't touch that. That's poison oak. And he was like, that's not poison oak. He's like, yes, it is. And he was like, oh, yeah. Well, if it's poison oak, and he picked it up and he said, it's all over my oh, face. No. And sure enough, the next day, he was like, Pfft. and his face was swollen and red and itchy. And it was, <laughs> and he. <laughs> And he had to go to school that way because it's only like contagious to other people, I think, for like 24 hours, something like that. Like if you touch him, touch him, you know, because I think it has something to do. It's some type of, you know, uh, spore or something. So it travels. But anyway, so, yeah, he had to go to school like that. My mom was like, no, you did that on purpose. You're not going to not go to school because you decided to rub poison oak all over your face. And so he had to go. It was like, it was... Oh, it was great. That is hilarious. It was so funny. My next question is, I know you'll have an answer for this one, hopefully. In in superhero spirit, what is your favorite superhero? Who is your favorite superhero? I will flash shrine Candace. Where? It's it's hidden. Oh. It's behind that curtain. <laughs> the window? Is it actually behind there? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I thought you were kidding. No. There's a window over there. I believe there is a, a flash shrine behind that, and it's still there. Just like... And of course, I'm asking this because the Frisco fly, right? He's Aww, like a... He's just like a Spider-Man. He's like a real-life Spider-Man, and... Yeah. Where did it go? So, while Noah finds his flash shrine that he can't seem to find... It's gone. Wait, there's something that says the flash right there. Oh, my gosh. So, you have a sign. It's... I had a Not a shrine. Sh- no, I had it. You had a shrine. I had a shrine. Needless to say, because Flash, best superhero for sure. Um, it has Mr. Barry Allen, right? There's also those like little plushies. Okay. And they have like big heads, oh. and they would just sit there. Yeah. Because yeah, this this room is full of superheroes. Yeah. Got a big old fat head over there, and mm-hmm. calendars, and pop heroes, and all kinds of stuff. So mine, I would say. The Arrow just ended, and I really like the Arrow, but honestly, I just love Stephen Amell. Uh, it doesn't really matter if he's the Arrow, I guess. <laughs> but, so, if I had to actually choose my favorite, favorite superhero of all time, it would definitely be Batman. I love Batman. What? Have you seen the new Batman movie? I have not seen the new Batman movie. Or not, not seen. The new trailer. Mm-hmm. It has Robert Pattinson. He's Batman. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Is he good, or is it weird, or what? There's, like, a bunch of memes over it because in the ad, it's, like, him, and he's, like, this guy, like, makes fun of him, and he, like, just mercilessly, like, everyone is just super freaked out about it, Mm -hmm. and he just, like, 
completely like murders a guy to like punching him to death. And then just, <laughs> and everyone's like super freaked out by it. Like, okay, don't get on Batman's bad side. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 that's like his like dark, statement of like, don't mess with me, I'm Robert Pattinson, like don't make yeah. fun of me. Hmm. Interesting. I guess it's like, oh, it's so cool. See, and I don't the last Batman movie that I watched was probably The Dark Knight uh-huh. Rises or Dark what's it called? The Dark Knight. And then The Dark Knight Rises was the next one. I think I watched uh-huh. that one. It was the one the it was Argo the two Knight? with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh-huh. That's the last one. I don't like him as Batman, but that's just I grew up with the Batman Michael Keaton as Batman and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And then I Heath watched Fletcher where Joker was amazing. The and then the next one see now Jack Nicholson was really creepy too, but not in a dark creepy, just regular uh-huh. creepy. So I liked I liked I liked Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Mm-hmm. I th- George Clooney is probably my favorite one. I don't know. Those three, I think they're all really good. Yeah. After that, it got weird. So, but, but yeah. Yeah, apparently there isn't like a Batman. Joker for this one. It's the Riddler. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which there's also Riddler on there. Yeah. And then um, the Riddler was Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And then Two-Face was Tommy Lee Jones. Men Let's be honest. None of those villains... Are as, are as bad as Mr. M- Minion. I actually, I bet uh, Tony Shalhoub would probably make a really good villain. He he probably could make a good Two-Face. Uh-huh. That's true. Like a creepy, like... One side. Because, you know, he could do both. Uh-huh. Like, talk to himself and then talk to himself. Yeah. He, he could, could pull he could, off anything, really. He, yeah, he really could. He could probably be Batman. If he, oh, my God. If he bulked, That's something that I didn't know I if, needed. If he bulked back up... Because he's pretty skinny now, but if you bulk back up, he could probably be. Yeah, so. He's so good. He is good. Okay, my next thing is our viewer's voice for this week. (gasps) Okay. Oh, yay. So, our girl Lindsay Chambers has been waiting for this one, I think. So, Lindsay Chambers says, I really like the Daredevil episode, mostly because of Monk and Harold's dynamic. Their scenes together always make me laugh, especially their running joke, You go to hell. (laughs) Another something related that I want to add is that I found a Monk fan website over a year ago. Okay, I wasn't supposed to say that, was I? Yeah, it's okay. Um, she basically was <laughs> talking about this website that I've I've found too. It's not current, and the person doesn't update it at all anymore. But it's I think it's like the Monk Fun page is what it's like. Instead of the Monk fan page, it's the Monk Fun page. She has so much content on there, and you Whoa. could spend hours like just going through her content. But she. Her and her friend, they visited the set of Monk whenever they were filming this episode. Really? Yeah. So it was interesting to read. I didn't get through all of it, but I it was it was really it was a really long article. But that this lady has a tons and tons and tons of stuff on there. So if you want to check it out, let me know. But it is called I think you can, in Google you could just type in the Monk Fun page and it should pop up. If that's wow. The same thing. Also, if you don't remember who Lindsay Chambers is, she made this wonderful fan art for us. Thank you, Lindsay. She did, and. Uh, I wanted to give her the shout out, right? The fan art. Mm-hmm. She made this adorable thing. She's tagged us in it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's me. That's my shirt. Look at my shirt. Look, it's me. It's, this one, we let it get a little wrinkled because it's not the actual one. It's a printed version. So. Also, I'm also. surprising Noah again. Another, what? Another surprise. So, Lindsay drew this awesome thing, right? Uh-huh. Super, is there I love more? It. And she drew this other one that I was like, I died when I saw this. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my god! <laughs> it's like me as a Funko Pop. She drew Benji and Julie, too. I know. She drew them. 
There was some other ones right here. Trudy and Harold, I think, was <gasps> on there too. Oh my Yeah, so it's us as Funko Pops. So basically, if you want to be featured on our show, send us some fan art. Yeah. Because that Can is you epic. Can you make me a fan art of Alexander Minion? <laughs> Please, please don't. don't. Please don't. I don't want to see that. Please don't. I thought this was like my favorite like thing in the world. That one is just. So I know what she drew us next to our our favorite. Yeah. So yes, viewers' voice. That was amazing though. Viewers' voice. If you want to chime in on future episodes, go like four ahead. We're about four ahead of you guys. So. Let us know your thoughts on some upcoming episodes, and you'll be featured on our show. Plot holes. Okay, we'll mark the whole plots where... We got a whole lot of plots. Where we got a whole lot of plots. This is Candace's favorite time of the show because she gets to expose the writers because she wants to be one of the writers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Candace tries to prove yes. that she's a better writer than the actual writers. <laughs> Okay, my first plot hole is that Monk says that he's known Harold for three and a half years. Okay, hold the phone. Because in Mr. Monk and his biggest fan, he says that he's known Natalie for three and a half years. That means that he's known Harold as long as he's known Natalie. That is not true Mm -hmm. because Harold comes in way before Natalie. Yeah. When Sharona was there. I don't remember what exactly which episode it was. I want to say it might have been the girl who cried wolf. I'm not sure, but I, I'm, I'm probably wrong about that. But it was definitely before Natalie, yeah. so that is a huge plot hole with their years. They're not they're not really keeping track of their years. Now, mm-hmm. maybe he has known Harold for three and a half years, but he hasn't known Natalie for three and a half years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Randy says, "Don't touch anything," and then Randy. Picks up a box with a parachute in it. Like, speak for yourself, Randy. Come on, man. You can just tell everyone to do, don't touch anything. Like, it was super serious. And then touch something. Yeah. He totally did that. Okay. Remember when Monk in therapy says, you know, on my worst day, I always tell myself, at least I'm not Harold Crenshaw. But he used to always say, at least I've never touched, uh, or he's never, like, touched? Is it touched? At least I've never touched a uh, uh, drifter. Drifter's face. A drifter's face. Oh Which one gosh. is it, Monk? Which one is it? Which one do you tell yourself, huh? Harold or drifter's face? I remember that, too. I think I would use the Harold one, for sure. Yeah, that one's more funny in my video. Yeah. I don't know why I put this in plot holes, but I just put Neptune bars. Yeah. Why is that a plot hole? Because the ne- he mm-hmm. mentions there being a Neptune. He calls it like a nutrition bar or an energy bar or something like that in this episode. But Neptune bars are the candy bars mm-hmm. from Mr. Monk Goes Home Again. And then there was another episode in between since then where they mentioned a Neptune bar. I don't remember what they called it in this episode, but it wasn't a candy bar. They called it, was, was it like Harold was getting no like way. endorsements or something for Neptune bar? Because he was like the, you know, superhero. Oh my it was gosh. something like that. They might have done that on purpose then. I know, but it's a candy bar. It's not no, a No, I get bar. that, but they might have, because he doesn't actually get the endorsement, right? Yeah, but they, but I'm almost certain they call it a nutrition bar or something. And then goes home again. It is definitely a candy bar because he's handing him out a Halloween. Wait, this scene? No. I think it's that scene where he's like. 
Or was it when they're in the hospital? That was so mean. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about that. I think that. that's what I meant when I said mean. Hey, Harold. Harold was so mean to the kids. Yes. He's like, you call this to scale? <laughs> look how small I am. Or look how big I am compared to the building or something. And then he says, um, the supports of the bridge couldn't hold it up. What is this? It's a Golden Gate Bridge. It is. I didn't know the air would hold up the bridge. Where's the suspension cables? That was really funny. It was hilarious. It was because they were super mean, but it's like, who cares if those guys are mean to those yeah. kids, you know? It's not like it was Monk saying it. Yeah. Like, they were hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. Let me see. But yeah, Neptune Bar. That was money calling. Endorsement money. Endorsement money. Neptune Energy Bars? No. Oh. Thank you. Neptune oh Energy Bars. Those are not energy bars. Those are candy bars. Make up your mind, okay? What? Yes, thank you. Dang, that's good. And you wrote it down because you you were like, I recognize that. And then, yeah. We had to do our sleuthing now. What? Okay, how did they fix the bathroom situation? They're both holding it. Uh Uh-huh. And then Natalie says, like, okay, well, we got to go. So they both run to the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, if Stottlemyre makes it there, that's fine. Stottlemyre can go because Natalie's watching Monk. Mm -hmm. But if Monk goes into the bathroom, how did he get to go to the bathroom by himself? He was automatically off psych watch. True. That doesn't make sense, right? They've been holding it all night, yet Ma- Monk just magically gets to go to the bathroom. He wouldn't. Yeah, no, because no. he didn't even want to go. It wasn't like he was like, yay, I'm excited, let's go. He was like, I don't want to. And Natalie's no. like, trust me, you're going to want to go. And then they're like... And they sprint. So, yeah. Do you have any more or no? That is all I have. Okay, my last one. My last one is what you were saying before, how you didn't like the end of the episode because Harold uh, falls off the building Uh and everyone's like, yay, yay, yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You have to debunk it? Well, I mean, the truth would have come out in two seconds. Nobody would have let San Francisco think that it wasn't Victor Grania who had died in the accident. Right, so yeah, like Harold they know it, and they're just letting Harold go. actually would have come out as a fraud mm-hmm. because he let everyone think that he was the first go fly when he wasn't. So that's the way that I saw it. Because they're like, "Yay!" and Monk's like, "Oh God!" But if you think about in reality in the future, everyone would think he was a fraud, not mm-hmm. the other way around. So that actually makes sense. Yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs> How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Okay. Out of 10, what, Noah? Out of 10, shoelaces. <laughs> Ooh, that's dark. It is dark. That is very dark. Okay, I put out of 10, Jeremy, Julie, harmonicas. Oh, that's good. Thank you, that's right as mine. I had to think hard on this one. I al- we almost did the, we talked about it though, so I didn't put it, the Herald posters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Posters. Oh, yeah, because Candace, so in one of the monk box, she created the the uh, buried treasure map. I did. From the buried treasure. And we thought about, that would be fun if we could make the poster. Make the poster, which, let us know if you guys want to want to see the poster. It, so. it seems like a lot of work, so. It does seem like a lot of work. If you don't want to see it, then. If a bunch of first graders can do it, we can do it. You know? Or, or, you guys can do it. It's in it does. Lindsay Chambers. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, at a 10, alive-int alive int shoelaces. Okay, some crazy moments. What do you got? 
Monk smacks the balloons on the way out of the hospital. Because remember, he's, like, getting out of the hospital and he's really mad. And he's walking with Natalie. And someone's walking past him with, like, get well soon balloons. Oh. he's like, get that out of my face. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Monk wants to go to hell to see Harold. Okay. Monk won't play the harmonica after Julie did. Which, I mean, that one's not that severe. But Monk has waited nine days before to pee. Monk says, it gets better, guys. He wants him dead because he's talking about the murderer wanting Harold dead. He's like, guys, oh, it gets better. It gets better. Okay, he yeah. He wants him dead. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know when this is from, but he says, can I get you some water? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, Monk is in the therapist's office, Dr. Kroger, and he's lying on the couch. And... He's like, you just have to tell me, how did Harold do this? How did he get over his phobias? And he's laying on the couch and he's miserable. And Kroger's like, Monk, I don't feel, I don't feel very comfortable talking about this. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, you don't feel comfortable? Oh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah. do you want me to, do you want me to do this? Do you want to, can I get you some water? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I can't remember the other one, parts that he says. He's like, can I get you some water? It's really funny. Oh he screams it. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, what do you have? You had really good ones. Also, while you're saying out your plot holes, can I try one of those? Oh, yeah, sure. For the junk monk podcast. It's going to be probably loud in the thing. But yeah, what is it? Let me give you a little piece in case you don't like it. It looks like... I'm not going to say it. I mean, it's peanut brittle, but it's sugar-free. Have you never tasted peanut brittle before? Uh-uh. Oh. Well, I've then don't... Well, it's, it's good, but don't... Don't stake everything you have into it because it's not it's not what the peanut sugar. brittle tastes like. It's like a sugar free treat. So, okay, crazy moments. I have wait. Does regular peanut brittle look like this? Mm-hmm. Whoa. He thinks Harold is out to get him. Mm-hmm. Like in general, he listens in to Harold's session. He mocks Harold and says, "Wah wah wah." Oh yeah. Maybe he's laughing at you. At. He wants to drive back. To tell Harold his comeback. He keeps saying, but how did he do it? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know, Mr. Monk. He's like, but how did he do it? I don't know, Mr. Monk. Okay, I understand, but how did he do it? <laughs> he thinks Harold staged everything to get to him, you know? Mm-hmm. He is, t- oh my gosh, we didn't talk about this part. He's talking to himself when he's on the roof. Remember whenever Natalie, it's nighttime, and Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, you have to come like check it out. And he's like... He's like, he's like, I don't know if I can. And he's like, don't do this. And he's like, shut up. Stop. Stop talking. And he's talking to himself. Did you catch that? It was really creepy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy, actually. Two-Face? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Two-Face? Oh, my gosh. Two-Face? Oh, my gosh. Full circle Two-Face. moment. He is Two-Face. What is happening? Oh, my this gosh. This is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Uh, he thinks it's a tall ladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when him and Sotomayor, when Sotomayor was like, I can't let you go into the bathroom by yourself. And he's like, like, have we met? And he's like, Monk, come on. I'm not going to look. And Monk says, that doesn't mean anything. I'm not going to look either. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. That was good. That was really good. That was actually. good. Okay. Um, out of 10. Alive and shoelaces. Uh-huh. I give him a six out of ten. Okay. 
Nice. Okay. Out of 10, Jeremy, Julie, harmonicas, I'm giving him a five. A five. Yep. A five. I, this one honestly was very hard for me to score because of how, you know, depressed he was and everything. I didn't really count for that. I don't think it's crazy to be depressed. Uh, I will say. The craziness mostly was in uh, Harold. Exactly. Uh The Harold, all the Harold stuff, like all the stuff that we just said, like it's, it's pretty crazy. And then factoring in the fact that he is depressed, that it can kind of skew the level. Uh-huh. So I gave him like an average. He wasn't super crazy, but definitely was a chill monk. Mm-hmm. He definitely was woo-woo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, before we go to uh, rate this episode, peanut brittle? Oh, you like it? Great. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I mean, if you let yourself like chomp this down, this the whole bag will be gone. I did that the first bag I bought. It wasn't sugar-free. And then so the next time I was like, I'll try the sugar-free guide because it still has a lot of calories. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Let's go on to... Rate this episode. Okay, Candace. Um, on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate this episode? Well, I mean, from 1 to 10, all Monk episodes deserve a 10. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Each episode deserves a 10, so my lowest score, right, is a 10. Highest is two 10s, so Noah will convert my score for you. Yeah, I'll do it for you guys. Okay? All right, here we go. So, I wish I could have scored this episode higher. There's a lot of great Herald action, but I really don't love the dark direction that they took with Monk's storyline. Yeah, I agree. I, it, it's just too dark. Um, and I feel like it's another one of those episodes where the dark cloud kind of undermines any comedy that's going on throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where my score is coming from. I'm giving this one a 10.625. So a six. 0.25 out of 10? It's like, I, I didn't, it's weird because it's like I didn't feel like it deserved as low as a 6, but then also going up to a 6.5, I was like, eh, I don't think so. So I just put it right in the middle. That's what felt right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I get what you mean with the whole dark thing. Definitely huge factor on me taking off points here, but it was amazing with the twists. It had me on the edge of my seat and I'm confused, puzzled, playing along and having fun, right? But due to the over depression that it in, that like gave me, I did not enjoy it too much. So I'm getting it a seven out of ten. Okay, nice. Okay, nothing. You know, I mean, six out of ten. I feel like would bomb Charlotte on the thing, and it really doesn't like on the rating that we do at the end of the season, which I don't really think it deserves. Cause it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's again. It's it's really hard because if they hadn't taken that direction, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of alluded to this. I feel like a little bit earlier, but I don't think that. And again, not to you know judge of what sends someone over a tipping point, but I feel like there was more like maybe like when Mister Monk goes blind, like to me that feels so much more devastating yeah. than my enemy is climbing skyscrapers. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, it just, it didn't feel realistic. Yeah, it like, didn't, didn't feel like it would make sense to have that kind of reaction to it. Yes, thank Which, you. I mean, they sold the genuinity of it by being, like, great acting. Yeah. But 
overall it didn't make sense. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. And so, again, it undermined anything that was really funny, like, you go to hell, you go to hell, and then mm-hmm. all those funny parts, and then it's like, but Monk's depressed underneath it all, and so... Eh, and it's then, like when you have your B storyline or your A storyline, however you like look at that. But yeah. And then maybe it leaves off with like Monk maybe being depressed again at the end. Because it leaves off with him, Harold jumping off the building and being successful and everyone's cheering for yeah, him. Exactly. Which is a huge letdown. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I justified it with my plot hole explanation yeah. that that would last two seconds. Because even if it was Monk, like, saying, he's a fraud, yeah. this guy did not do this, like, he would easily. And then Dr. Kroger would probably be back, you know. Because Dr. Kroger, I thought that was, that was a good touch that Dr. Kroger had, though, too, where he said, you know, Monk, I don't know. I don't know how he did this. It, it wasn't to, it wasn't thanks to me. I didn't do anything. I'm just as surprised as you are. Uh-huh. And that should, I feel like that should have that could have been the moment instead of them doing the psych watch on him. And being like, like, see, Dr. Kroger saw no progress in him either. Mm-hmm. So there's something wrong there. They could have easily took it in that direction and, that and went. Better. It could have been a whole other detective thing where he's like, he's a cheater, he's a cheater, he's a cheater. Or something. And that you way know? it would have made the whole payoff way more sweet instead of just being like, I'm no longer depressed. Yeah. It being like, oh, I'm right. Yeah. When he didn't even believe in himself. Exactly. So. Sad ending to a sad episode. Yeah. That sh- that could have been really fun mm-hmm. with the superhero theme yeah. and everything, so. But, yeah. It's all right. We'll try again next week. And uh, I think we're going to go... We're going to go make something. Oh, we are? Cook something. Really? Well, I mean, we have, like, the past, like, you know, several weeks we've made, like, a little treat. Mm-hmm. So, I brought something. It's, that, like, every other week that we make a... Yeah. A dish... Yeah. Okay, a special, I'm excited. special little junk. So next junk week treat. we'll we'll be eating it on the show, right? Yeah. Okay, so next week. Special special treat and we're gonna be fanboying and girling over our our merch. Our merch. And our our banner. Fan art. Oh fan art and banner. Yes. And again, if you guys wanna draw us Because <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking about this. If we get enough of these which, like, Lindsay, don't feel inclined to, like... To draw. I gotta draw video. so many. But, like... Because we've seen, like, fan art walls, right? And that would be so cool. Like, I feel like we're being... We could have that right here. This is, this is enough. I, I mean, it's enough for me. Yeah, it's, it's enough, enough for me. It's enough. We're not getting conceited, but we're but just we're saying... Just, we're just letting you, you uh, in well, on what we were thinking. Well, see, but that's the thing, is that these are drawings of us. Like, it doesn't have to be drawings of us. Like, that's cool oh, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But, like, this, this is Monk. So, if you... If you want to take a stab at drawing this guy doing different things or, you know, your version of Monk, you know, I've seen a lot of fan art out there on the people that I follow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want, you know, you you want to sign it or you want to put it, you know, we can oh, we can yeah. print it out and then put yeah, your Lindsay, stuff up there. Yeah, Lindsay, don't forget to sign it because yeah. you deserve it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can put them all around. Also, can we get a Cheetos bag? <laughs> I want a better Cheetos bag because I drew this and I accidentally put crunchy and it's a puff Cheeto. Toby revealed this to us. I was gonna I was gonna see if anyone had ever caught that and like Yeah, hey, no, I'm I, I'm revealing it, Candace. No, Toby Toby said he plot hold our sign. Uh-huh. I was like, what? Because this is Cheetos with a Z, so don't sue us Cheetos. And this is crunchy, but it's a puff Cheeto. Oh shit. So anyone who's who's listening to this one or watching this one. 
you know, you're in on, you're in the club. Yeah. You're in the VIPs. You've been plotholed. You've been plotholed. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's go whip up something delish. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. We love you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.